0: Live on SENSA, welcome to Eagles Radio. Fenormous homes, build a better life, and My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today.
1: Welcome to Eagles Radio, Tuesday night here at Studio Lumo, number one, King William Street. Paul Bonza and Jimmy Tumpus. Tump! Welcome back. Another big show tonight. Huge show today, Bonds. How are you going? Good. We have the muscle hamster on tonight, uh, Zach Buck. That's <laughs> the best nickname. It is. It is. We've got to ask you about that too. Uh, Zach Buck's going to be on the show. Assistant coach Brian is on the show. H- the big H. Yeah, he'll be interesting, uh, chat. I reckon. Yeah. Very interesting man. All right, let's 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 uh, rip the band-aid off straight away. Jeez, oh, we're um, getting into it. No, I just want to get it out of the way, and then we we can get on to other stuff. Uh, We lost to Glenelg on the weekend. We didn't kick a goal in the first quarter. Uh, First half, even. uh, 27-point loss. Dylan Clark had 27 disposals. Uh, Jimmy Tulpas had 27 disposals in your 100th game. Congratulations as well on that. Uh, Connor Ballenden, three goals. Cam ellis Yolman, a couple of goals. Um, Just got up to a reasonably poor start.
2: Yeah, you can sum it up that way and... (laughs) You probably suggest halfway through the second quarter, the game was over. Uh, unfortunately, I think the scoreline was 60 to 5 at one point, and it's going to be pretty difficult to come back, um, even with a strong breeze from there. So, uh, credit to Glenel, particularly when the game was hot early, they were on. Um, Matt Snook was dominant in the first quarter, and he had 10 touches and six, six clearances. So, we probably needed to do some work on him early. But I think around the contest, They were better than us, Um, and yeah, if you start like that against a quality team like Linelg, it's always going to be difficult to
1: beat them. Even though they've been, they struggled the previous two weeks. They were always going to come out breathing fire. They they had to win. You you look at their names, and they've got
2: a lot of talent in their side. Luke Partington. Uh, Matt Snoot, Liam Bean, Luke Reynolds, Lockie Hosey up front, um, Max Proud down back. You know, you take out Sam Durd and Brett Turner, who are obviously yeah. amazing players. They've still got a lot of quality in there. So, yeah, we, we didn't underestimate them whatsoever. I mean, we looked into their form uh, and thought if we could get a jump on them early, we would be a chance. Yes. However, they did the opposite.
1: All right. Uh, unfortunate loss, but good thing is... you. Get- get to redeem yourself this week. So thinking about
2: football is always next week until in four weeks time when there's not hopefully not that's well, the case.
1: Let's run through <laughs> the other games. The reserves went down to Glenelg 8957 15 point loss to the Bays 11672 Kai oh, Putney, twenty six disposals, and Luke Beacon, twenty five disposals. So obviously those guys putting pressure on on the guys in the ones.
2: Yeah, I think Luke Beacon in particular was really really positive. Um, I watched the first quarter in a bit, and then I started my own preparation for our game after the the reserves. But Luke Beacon was really positive, and he's got some things to work on. He's definitely a league player, and had some AFL interest. Uh, at the back end of last year. So he's a really high-quality player, Beaks, um, and unfortunately hasn't really put it together this year for a number of reasons, but his start in particular on the weekend was really positive. So it's good to see him back getting some touches.
1: The under-18s had a win, Uh, 10-8-68, defeated Glenelg, 5-14-44. That's a 22-point win. Um, Jake Battle had 32 disposals. Declan O'Day, four goals to him, so Good win for the under-18s.
2: Yeah, they've obviously had a, a, a tough year as well, so it's good to see them getting a win as well.
1: And the under-16s uh, lost to Sturt, 5 thirty five. 35. Um Sturt, 12-18, 90, 55 points. Harry Dodd, 32 disposal. Oh, I actually played basketball with Doddy's dad. Um, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, just something off the, off the cuff sto- there. Story after a beer, I can. Yeah, and uh, Tyler Welsh, three goals. Um, so, uh, look, there's obviously, as we say it every year, there's talent coming through. in in the lower grades. They probably haven't had the success that they've had previous seasons, but uh, the turnover list down in that under-18s and under-16s level is just so dramatic.
2: It is. Yeah, exactly right. And then you take out a lot of our players who are playing college football, playing state football as well. Um, Our program, as we've alluded to a lot on this show, is elite. So
1: no doubt we'll have some good juniors coming through our program. We'll talk about uh, Saturday's... Sorry, this weekend's game Sunday against North Adelaide, but we've got four games left in the season we play north away, Adelaide at home, Sturt at home, and then south away to finish the minor round. Uh, Sturt at home is obviously a big one. That'll be under light. It's a 6.30 start, I think. Yeah, it's on a Saturday night. That'll yeah. be different, won't it? Yeah, so that'll be... Uh, that's basically an eight-point game, isn't it, where, where one came behind Sturt at this stage. Uh, it will be uh, a massive game, and we've got the opportunity to beat Adelaide, who's sit on top.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And north, north uh, a bit second. right yeah. there as well, so... I mean, I'm a big believer if you're going to get into finals, you've got to beat the best team. So why not try and have a crack at them now and, and beat them if we're not going to beat them now when unlikely going to going to make the finals and, and unlikely to beat them at that point. So, yeah, it's, it's a big couple of weeks coming up uh, and no bigger challenge than North Adelaide at home uh, at Prospect on Sunday, which I'm hearing is going to be 18, 19 degrees, Bonds, and I do like the sun when it comes out. So... Fingers crossed we can get a win. We've
1: had some cold, wet oh, days over we the just... last few weekends, so it'll be great to uh, have some sun out. And uh, sun's out, guns out? No long sleeve
2: that day?
1: Nah, no, no. My, <laughs> oh, my, my mantra is
2: if I see a cloud in the sky, the long sleeve comes on. Right. So fingers crossed the, there's no clouds in the sky and I'll
1: have the short sleeve of Uh You mentioned very quickly game prep. What yes. is your game prep? For, oh, for our Eagles fans, is there something that you do <laughs> left to centre? Is yeah, is it just a pretty standard? What do you do prior to a game? I'm
2: the most anal person you could imagine. Oh, this is good then. <laughs> Give us more. So I, I typically we're going to go through this now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I, uh, I get there about three hours pre-game uh, and watch the first quarter of the reserves game, and that's sort of my time just to myself to uh, I guess zone in a little bit and get into footy mode. And then I start my prep physically. So I get both ankles taped. Um, I've got a dodgy calf at the moment, so I get that worked on as well. Uh, I get my physio treatment. I get massage. And then I do my own sort of prep in terms of um, getting my hips sorted, my hammies, my calves, like just my, my warm-up stuff just in general. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then some plyometric stuff to – Get that all sorted, and that takes about an hour or so, and then we have a, a team meeting and line meeting in and around that. And I want to make sure I'm ready to go at three quarter time of the reserves game to go out there and have a kick because I feel like that's a really good opportunity to get yes. get a feel of the a lot conditions. Of do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I make a real key point of doing that, and then from there it's almost oh, it's serious mode. You're, you know, forty minutes pre-game. So. Um, oh, gee, what else do I do there? I might have a... What, what
1: about breakfast? Is there is there the standard ice? breakfast yeah, every,
2: yeah, every yeah. game day? So I'll have muesli in the morning and yeah. then three hours pre-game I'll have a smoothie and I won't run you through what's in that because it's a bit weird, but I have a uh, three hours pre That's the last thing I'll put back into my stomach. Um, yeah, I, I, think, the, I, I, I think we need carrot. to know
1: what's in the smoothie. Nah, no, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll, we're not
2: going into the smoothie too much. You'll think I'm a weirdo and I don't want anyone to think I'm too much of a weirdo. So... I, uh, it's the same thing every, every game, but yeah, three hours pre-game. As soon as that three hours ticks over, I'm not ingesting any food, Uh, smoothie, I classify as food, other than power and water, that's it.
1: What about, uh, what about some tunes? Do you get the, do you get the ear ear pods in? We've
2: we've actually got um, a communal playlist that boys can add music to, so that's pumping Sam Rowland. Is the, uh, the leader of that. He's a DJ. So, yeah, he's a DJ. We actually had a, a 200 playlist on the weekend. And, right. And do you know what the first song was? The Zorba. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fantastic. the Zorba came on and a few of the boys looked at each other like, what the hell is going on? And oh, then we great. understood what it was and everyone absolutely lost it. So uh, that was a good start to the day.
1: <laughs> oh, fantastic work from Sammy Rowland there. So what it, what about the other guy? Is there anyone that stands out as far as prep goes? Like, is there a guy that rocks in 10 minutes before Well, Harry Dawkins, his boots in the Harry corner?
2: Dawkins uh, in the resies, yeah. um, he gets there the latest possible time. Like, yes. He's walking in as the boys are walking in for their team meeting. Clay Cameron is a bit like that as well. Okay, Clay actually went, and I hope he's listening to this, Clay, he actually went on a date pre-game against Glenelg, I reckon. Um, I reckon I called him three or four hours before the game. This is the game that I was supposed to be playing in the reserves and I got a late oh, call-up, yes. yeah, so I had yeah. some time to kill and... Clay lives with Ethan Haylock uh, across the road from the footy club. Yeah, so so actually far. Not it's not far. It's basically, at all. yeah. So I called Clay. I'm like, mate, what are you doing? Like, I'm not playing in the reserves. I'll, I'll come over and hang before the game. He's like, mate, I'm actually going for a walk down Glenelg. I'm like, That's a bit strange. What are you, who, who are you there with? <laughs> oh, I'm just on a date. So I'm a big gossiper. So I told all the boys and he yes. rocked up an hour and a half prior to, to prep, which is late. An hour and a half is very late to get there prior to the game. And all the boys erupted, but he—he's a date expert um, pre-game, which right. is a bit bizarre. But is anyway, we'll run with bizarre. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But plays, but a, but plays a weird, weird
1: person. All right, so what? <laughs> so... get if you listening, Clay. What is there anyone else that does something just a little bit off centre? Not necessarily weird, but oh, but anyone else that sort of? Seb Gillhouse is a bit strange. I mean, he. What about his pre-game though?
2: Yeah, he's done that sort of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a very good call. Uh, no pre-game, he, he's probably similar to me in the in the um, vein of getting there really early. Yeah. And and Seb has gone through some injury clouds over the last 18 18 months, so his prep, if you actually watched him, actually you know what? If you just watched him in general, he's a weird dude, and and that goes to his prep as well. So you put me on the spot a little bit, but Sorry. I think everyone else is a little bit is reasonable, just pretty
1: standard. Yeah, I think so. I I we're, obviously there's a lot of people, big fans of Seb. Um, and I'm one of them. I think he's a fantastic addition to our club. His his football ability or his TV ability? No, I think all-around package. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. Does does he have a full-length mirror? next to his locker or?
2: I think he does. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. No, we'll leave it at that with Seb. Fantastic. <laughs> uh,
1: well, now we've got, uh, as we said, if you if you missed it, um, uh, we've got a couple of big guests, Zach Buck and Brian Harada. and this is Eagles Radio. All thanks to My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au you can be part of the show as well. 1-300-736-736 is the number to dial in if you want to chat with myself or Tump. Uh, Or you can text in 0427 154 166 if you've got any questions for the man with the mullet, Zach Buck, and uh, assistant coach Brian Herrera. Maybe some Doggies fans are tuning in. Uh, I hope not. Big legend of... uh, the they're there later. listen. Are they? See how it's done properly. Fair enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a break. Come back. More Eagles Radio. And after the break, Zach Buck. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Enormous homes, build a better life, and My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Second quarter of Eagles Radio is
1: underway. Welcome back, Bonds and the Tump with you. And it's all thanks to Incredible Smiles. Are you missing teeth or dentures? See Incredible Smiles today. And thanks to great supporters of the club, BCE and CJ Electrical, proud partners of the Woodville West Horrens Football Club, we have our special guest on the line, Tump. It's the one, the only, the muscle hamster, uh, Zach Buck. Bucky, welcome to Eagles Radio. Thank you, thanks, Lance. Thanks for having me. You sound a bit nervous, Bucky. You okay, mate? Oh no, I'm very nervous. Tony, <laughs> <laughs> mate, sit back and relax. Look, tell us a little bit about your junior footy, where you where you grew up and where did you start playing?
3: Uh yeah, so I grew up at North Haven. Um, played local footy out port District. um, played school footy at St Michael's and yeah, pretty much played Eagles most of my life from like under thirteen, so yeah.
2: Mate, oh, you're you're an incredible story. Um when did and we'll sort of fast forward a little bit until uh up until this year, when did you genuinely realistically think, you know, debuting
3: at league level was, you know, an option for you? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't really think this year. Um maybe in a couple of years I had fingers crossed but like worked hard in the off season sort of thing, and like she'd sort of said to me, like you're a chance to play league footy this year. And like, I was like, yeah, but yeah, so hopefully, like it was good to play, unreal to play, but yeah, I wasn't really thinking I was going to play this year.
2: And, and when did that conversation happen with shades?
3: Um, sort of last year, towards the end of the season, um, in the exit meeting, um, through preseason a little bit as well. So yeah, love that.
1: Obviously a coach favourite, uh, Tump.
2: He certainly is, and <laughs> you can see why when you set, when you play with him.
1: You're currently sitting, I don't know if you know this, you're currently sitting at 86% efficiency. Do you pride yourself in your use of the footy?
3: Um, well, sort of. I don't really get the ball much, so when I get <laughs> <laughs> now come on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I try to. I try to take pride in what I do. So, yeah, just make sure I get it to someone else. And hopefully
2: that someone else is me most of the time. <laughs> hey Bucky. Yeah,
3: exactly. Right.
2: <laughs> now debuted <laughs> debuted in round two, mate, uh, against Norwood, and we had a win uh, at the parade there, which was a, an amazing night. Um, your memories of that day?
3: Oh yeah, that was a um, that was a scary day. I remember working. Um, yeah, I didn't do much work that day. I was just scared all day, um, but no, it was, yeah, it was an unreal night. Yeah, to get the win as well. It was like two points or something as well, wasn't it? So, yeah, it was crazy. Do you remember your first touch? Uh, Yeah, I think I went on and then it was like on the wing and then I sort of sprayed the kick to Fernsey.
2: (laughs) Um, Mate, we obviously can't speak to you uh, and not mention your beautiful uh, blonde locks of that mullet. Do you want to talk us through the decision to keep that one?
3: Uh, Decision to keep it, yeah. So, sort of cut it early. Well, late last year, I think, and then sort of stuck with it. So, yeah, I don't know. It's done, done well so far. It looks
1: good. You can't cut it now. It, it is it is the best no. mullet in the sample. You can't you, you <laughs> can't cut it now. You got to keep it. it yeah. It's like uh, you got like um, where are you going? With this, oh, mate? I'm trying to, the guy who got strength <laughs> from his hair. Oh, anyway, we'll come back to we'll, we'll, you. We'll move that. on,
2: Lockie. Oh, I'm not too sure where you're going with the <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, look, I do. During the week or during last week, there was a little video with one of your teammates, Lockie Hoyle, who suggested that you're the most annoying teammate in the club. Do um, you, you want to come back to Lockie on this or?
3: Yeah, that was a bit stiff, actually. I'm not sure about that. Um, I don't really know. I, didn't, I
1: don't think I had anything against Lockie, but obviously now I so, can't talk to him for a while. So, so, if, so. You're, if you are not the most annoying bloke in the club, who is? Oh, that is a tough question. <laughs> um, Give us your top three then.
3: <laughs> top three. Um kind McLeod probably have to be in there. Okay. Uh um, I can see that. Oh, comma, comma sometimes. Okay. Jake Commandani, yep. Fair probably enough. That's... Um and then maybe I don't know,
2: Hoyley can be annoying sometimes. Yeah, so I agree. It in That's a fair assessment of the top three. Now, mate, we, 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 we played it, and I'm not too sure if you uh, recollect this for various reasons, but we obviously played against Port on a Saturday um, a couple of weeks ago, and we obviously went and watched the reserves the following day on a Sunday. Uh, now, you didn't obviously look too flash on that Sunday, mate. Do you want to talk us through You know, the, the 12 to 18 hours between those games and what you got up to? Uh, yeah, so my
3: good friend Connor um debuted that day, I believe, and we just like, went out, had a couple of cordials that night. So got to the game. Connor probably shouldn't have driven the next day, but <laughs> but that, that's <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a little bit funny. Game.
1: It's about building the culture. Tool. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Is, is I agree. a guy celebrating <laughs> celebrating his first game, and and uh yeah. the boys just take him out for a quiet couple of cordials and. Hopefully, rock up at the next game. You wouldn't expect that
2: said person to still be intoxicated at what time eleven o'clock the next morning, would
1: you? Well, I'm I'm sure Connor was fine. I'm not sure. (laughs) Not sure Bucky was that great. I was commentating that day too. When he walked in, I thought, "Geez, he looks he looks shocking." Thoughts, Bucky?
3: Yeah, I was feeling a bit sticky.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh great. Hey, uh, now you play mainly in the back line. Do you see yourself moving like down the track in a few years maybe into the midfield or up forward or are you happy down back?
3: Uh oh, yeah, I love it down back. Good fun, good group of boys back there. Um I've always played footy in the middle, so it wouldn't be bad getting a gig in there, but looking at midfield there, probably not a chance I'll get in there anytime soon. So no, I'll play in the back line is good fun.
2: And who, who so far this year has been, I guess, a big support network for you? Um, you look at our league team, and it is, you know, quite senior, and then you have a couple of the younger blokes like yourself and Maxi who come through. Who has been a, a real support for you from a player or even coaching perspective?
3: Yeah, probably uh, Tomo. Roller's even been, like, really good, just helping, like, doing extras, that sort of stuff. Um, Luke Beacon, he's been heaps good, like, always doing, always doing extras with him. Um, really has Been really supportive as well, I reckon. So yeah, it's been been really, really easy sort of the transition. Just knowing that barrel sort of there for me if I need them. Did you
1: have a little uh, celebration uh, the other morning too when Cam Smith, a fellow mullet friend of yours, <laughs> won the won the Open? Did you get the putter out and run around the <laughs>
3: run around the, <laughs> the lounge room and celebrate with him? No, I, I didn't. I thought about it, but yeah, no, I thought about it. Stay
1: sensible. All right, here's a bit of a serious question. What, what about the players you like to watch Have you, or you maybe modelled your game on? Who who inspires you or who do you like to watch play footy?
3: From our team? Anyone. Um, Alan Daniel. Yeah. Sort of same sort of size. Um, I like the people that, the players that like hit bodies hard sort of thing like Joey Siner from our team, uh, Ferner. So, Patrick Cripps in the midfield, is obviously good to watch. Watching Tyson Dingle now, he's been unreal. So, yeah, probably just those.
2: Yeah, you do have some similarities to Cale Daniel, don't you, Bucky? Yeah. Not the height. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> Mate, what do you do away from the footy club uh, in terms of work? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm a
3: second-year uh, electrician now. So, working through that, um, it's been good. It's been challenging at times, tracing and stuff, but... I've been loving it, and working, how you, with, working with a group of
2: boys. So. And how do you go balancing that with footy? Oh, it gets
3: tough sometimes, but usually usually the boys are really good. They will play out at and Ramblers, so they will understand sort of that I should get to football and need to get football, so.
1: All right, let's uh, try and discuss this nickname that Brad, Brad Graham, is, <laughs> the reserves coach, has pinned on you. He was on the show and he called you the muscle hamster and he was you're obviously one of his favorites to nickname you that um what are your thoughts on the on the muscle hamster are you happy with that are you going to get a tattoo muscle hamster across the chest or something
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm, I'm not that sold in it to, be, to be <laughs> i didn't think you would be <laughs> no nah, doesn't do much for me but that's nah, good that good that Bomber has a little nickname for me <laughs> <laughs> and mate, got North Adelaide coming
2: up this week, and oh, we can probably reflect on the Glenelg game. How did you see that Glenelg game?
3: Uh yeah, it was a tough game. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, good to, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was hard game to play in. But good culture by the boys. So hopefully we bounce back this week. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And what do you, what do you think we need to do to beat North Adelaide this week?
3: Uh, I think just like last year's sort of brand of footy, just hard at it, like built off defence sort of thing and then just win our one-on-one contested footy pretty much. Do you... um,
1: you, The matchup I see you on is probably Lockie Grubb. Uh, Have you played much footy against North Adelaide's quick little small forward?
3: Uh, No, I didn't play against North Adelaide this year. I think this is the second time we've played them, so I don't really... I don't play on him much like in junior years because... He was at Centrals, I believe. So yes. but yeah, hopefully get a good match-up on him this week. So, that'd be good. He's been playing good, some good footy, kicking like a couple of goals most games. So, it'll really be interesting.
2: And, mate, Bonds asked me about my prep pre-game earlier. Do you have any particular things you do uh, from a prep point of view? I know, actually, I miss one, Bonds. Maxine Lister, yes. I should have mentioned, is the most nervous person you could imagine and actually dry reaches after the captain, which is obviously most of the time Tomo. Um, gives his last rev-up speech, you know, seconds before the bounce. Maxi is dry-reaching as he walks to his position. He's that nervous, wow. um, which is incredible. If you actually watch him during that time, he is it's actually incredible. I actually feel really sorry for him during that time, but you do get a bit of a giggle from it. Um, Bucky, do you have any pre-game rituals, either night before, morning of, or when you get to the ground that you need to tick off?
3: Um, not so much the day of the game. Night before game, I like to eat pasta, um... Obviously, have a lot of water. I also like to eat honey sweet chicken, chip uh, chicken chips the night before as well. I don't okay. know why, it just they just really, yeah, they taste good. So your power food, have yeah, exactly right. Um, but morning, of, I'm I'm pretty chilled. I don't, yeah, do really stress too much. So just wake up and then get to the game whenever I can. I like to wash the reserves for a little bit. So
1: any other sports, Bucky?
3: Uh, no, nah, not anymore. I used to do surf life saving, but they got a bit too much with football, so no, nah, not at the moment.
2: We might need to get you to chat to Maxi. You're very cool, calm, and collected, and Maxi's a very highly strung person, so you might need to spend a bit more time with Maxi Eric and just level out. Yeah, things. yeah absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, thanks for uh, for spending the time and jumping in at the last minute as well today. We really appreciate it. And uh, you've been playing some great footy, Debut in round two, and you've been there ever since. Hope uh, the season continues to go well for you and uh, the boys can get a win on Sunday out at Prospect. Yeah, thanks, heaps, boys. Appreciate that. Thanks, Bucky. Zach buck uh, He's a ripper. He is a ripper and he's got the best hair. It's I'm so <laughs> jealous. It's, it's very, very good. And that uh, little chat with Bucky was all thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical for all your electrical needs. Great supporters of the Woodville West Torrens Footy Club for more than 10 years. And this is Eagles Radio and... Thanks to Incredible Smiles as well. And get a more permanent fix to, for missing teeth or dentures. Check Incrediblesmiles.com.au. Halftime in the show after the break.
0: Assistant coach, Brian Hareda. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For Normous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit MyMoneyHouse.com.au today.
1: Welcome back to Eagles Radio. Paul Bonza, Jimmy Tumpus here, and it's all thanks to Norma's homes, building a better life. Now we have one of the assistant coaches, Brian Haredo. Welcome to Eagles Radio. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for um,
4: Tell us about, firstly, your role at the club. My role at the club... Um, we know well, you're assistant coach, but... I think, I, I think I'm officially the uh, the assistant coach and the, the line coach for the defence in the seniors. Uh, mainly looking after this year, or since Sheeds has been on board, mainly just looking after the senior group just having a bit of a, uh, a leadership role in the reserves as well with um, Steve Meyer. Steve Meyer looks over. I'll just over, oversee it and just help him out a little bit on, on match day and just give him some feedback on how he's going. So that so the whole defence gets the same message through the whole yeah, club, Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, agreed. So I, I might speak a little bit through the reserves, just a little bit of quarter time and half time. I don't jump in too much let Steve do his thing. Uh, and we just had a little chat after the breaks about what we're seeing and, and what we're picking up. If I've picked up things he hasn't picked up, so forth. And, um, yeah, just relay that message on and, and speak a bit more at half time to some players or the group in the, uh, as a whole about how they're travelling and how they're going, but more, you know, just, just keeping them up and about.
2: And we just had uh, Zach Buck on, and, and I'm sure you heard Bucky, <laughs> an absolute ripping kid, but we, he was a little bit nervous, wasn't he, Bonds? Um, just a tad. <laughs> yeah, playing in our scene, and we do have some amazing developing youth, particularly in our back line with, with Bucky and Maxine Lister and Luke Beacon coming through. Yep, yep. How have you seen their, their development thus far, um, in particular Bucky and, and Max Lister?
4: Oh, it's, it's just what any um, club looking to strive to keep to keep up and keep about when a club is looking for a three-peat, so to speak, and there's a focus on it, but uh, you just need to keep rejuvenating and keeping that uh, enthusiasm coming through and when, when good players have a good pre-season and in good touch, you know, bring them into the system. And it's a good opportunity. And you know, Max Lister, um, Bucky's the same, and even Luke Beacon has just come into that role and, and playing their role really, really well, getting around some experienced players that are still around there and, uh, yeah, just fitting in and having, uh, having a real crack. Do you – obviously, you've got your skipper, head of the
1: back line. Um, Do you talk much one-on-one with him about spreading the message
4: or or more as a group? Uh, It's probably a bit of both. It's it's probably more as a group. I'm probably pretty inclusive as a coach and even as a player to really include everybody. But with Tomo, I I certainly catch up – prior to the game. Well, not not every week, but sometimes if there's a focus, that I already want to focus on, so to yep. speak, and just, just catch up and saying this is what I'm noticing, so I think we need to focus on and just getting his feedback, what he's seeing, and it's generally on, on par. So um, so a little bit with Tomo, but generally probably 90% of the message is across the whole group. And we are pretty
2: fortunate to have a boy of the colour, Luke Thompson, and mm. I mean, you are probably pretty lucky having Tomo and Goof in your back line over yeah, the last absolutely. couple of years, and then... Um, you add in Sam Roll and Joey Sinel, who you've worked in. I want to sort of focus on Tomo here. How, how have you found working with Tomo over the last, you know, four or five years since you've been at the footy club?
4: Oh, from I still recall Tomo day one. I turned up at Febberden, come back six seasons, whatever that is now. It's quite a while, 2015, 16. And, and this big bloke stood out, running up and down, doing extras before training had even started up and down there. The wing and I went across the Godsey and just said, Who's that bloke, you know, because I was Tomo, Luke Thompson, the you know the skipper. And I went, okay, so he really stood out that day. And every time I've had a, a, a chat to him, I introduced myself to him that night, and had a bit of a chat. And I've always found him very approachable. Um, sees the game really well. Uh, works really hard on his weaknesses as well, uh, and not just his own, but he also look, works really hard on the teams, the, the, the defence teams' weaknesses as well as the overall team. Um, he's a fantastic uh, leader of the club about the values that we're trying to drive. You know, he's always getting that message across, and I've always just found he's easy, very approachable, and, and a very uh, likeable um, not just skipper, but just a person around the club. He's a great bloke.
2: Yeah, he's a ripper.
1: Mm. Played 268 games mm. out at the Ponderosa for the Doggies yeah. and uh, three premierships. Fond, obviously, fond memories of your time out at Elizabeth.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I mean, I grew up just wanting to play football. That's all I ever really wanted to do. So when well, I got the opportunity to come out to, to Central Districts, when I was 13, 14, I reckon it would have been, and uh, get on the list of the 17s and 19s program back then. I, I jumped at it and, and turned up every time and um, and then spent, I think, 18 years or 18 seasons at the club through that period. So, yeah, you know, quite a period of my life was spent yeah. there. Probably still, it's still, I've worked out the other day, it's probably still more time at the club than away from the club or yeah. involved in football than away from football. So, um, but yeah, just just really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a very much of a community area. Um, you know, the whole... Uh, what the club does really affects the businesses and really affects the, the, all the levels out that way. So, uh, and everybody's really passionate. But I mean, I come to the Eagles and I find the same thing. You know, I find that, that the people in the community and the sponsors are just as passionate about the club and, and the players and, and being involved. So, you get when you go from, i mean, Aaron's a lot of clubs, but, but a few clubs, you, you get to see that that passion and that drive is still there, regardless of where you've played yes. and where you've been involved. It's, you know, it's, it's a great thing, football for that, and in, in particular, they're saying, I feel it's a really good culture for that.
2: Uh, I love talking about past players, particularly past sample players, and I, I can almost guarantee a lot of our playing group is obviously young and doesn't understand what you achieved at sample level. And I remember chatting to Sheeds about you, I think, when we were having a couple of beers post-grand final. And how much of a, I guess a beast you were down back. Um, and two sixty-eight games, three premierships is bloody amazing, isn't it? Like it's a serious yeah. career. What's your uh, and 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 Bond your fondest memories of your time at at, at the doggies?
4: I think what my fondest memories have have really just been uh, uh, being in and in a rungs, uh, the camaraderie of the group, the camaraderie of the club, really, and camaraderie of, of the whole um, community, everything that's involved. Like it's. You know, football really is uh, everything from the, the sprigger, the guy that meets and greets you at the door, right up to the doctor or you know the um, specialist that you have outside of the at the club and that. And I really have uh, found that part to be really enjoyable. Um, you know, at, at different times, you know, it, it ends with the board as you are as a player coming through. You know, at, at different different views on on performances of past seasons and so forth through contract negotiations, but. All of that, though, is a real learning curve taking you forward into your life, so to speak, and, and about how to go about, as I did, about how to go about business and how, about, how to, to conduct yourself outside of, of football. You know, you get a really good grounding from that and, you know, it's, it's really is a, a great schooling for that, although it's, not, it's, it's part of what it's there for, but it really does that by default, you know, and, and it, it gives you a really good uh, position forward in life. What about on game day? Is your role with Sheeds, if you're not seeing
1: something you like in the back line or is there something in the midfield that you spotted that that you think needs changing? Are you there to tap Sheeds on the shoulder and go, what about this? Give him, give him ideas? Or is that sort of left to the core breaks or do you go straight away, Sheeds, we need to do this
4: now, I reckon? Oh, no. Sheeds is... Um, all the coaches have been different and, and Sheeds is one that's very, very, very inclusive. Like, he's looking for his line coaches or all the coaching box for that matter, including on the bench... That just keep constantly feeding him what they're seeing, whether whether he's going to run with it or, or not run yes. with it, and so forth. He's looking for that. It just keeps his finger on the pulse. Probably keeps him in check with what he's actually seeing that's happening out unfolding out in the field. And he's never he's never you find he's never too far off it anyway. Like he sees it anyway. Like but it's it's good that you yeah it's a bit of a check for you that you're seeing it. But it's but he's very open to giving that communication and getting that through. He's yeah very open for that. And and it has
2: been an inconsistent year this year. We've had Mm. some really solid games. That Sturt came in particular. And then we had some really poor games. Um, You'll look at the Central games only a couple of weeks post that. How have
4: you summarised this year up to this point? I, that one word has just been a bit inconsistent. And, 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 and look, I don't know how um, players, every, everybody prepares differently, including the coaching group pre- prepares differently every week. And Sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we don't quite get it right. So I'm assuming the players are, are working through that process now, especially with the changeover of personnel coming through. They're still working through getting their preparation, understanding their roles and how they're playing in, 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 in the team to get the success. And they're still trying to be gelled at the moment. So probably inconsistency is it's just out at the moment. But what it has seen, I think, for the season is it's seen when it's at its best it's best is good enough you know the competitions and what we've also seen is competition is very 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 tight this year there's a probably a game or two between where we are and and second you know so if you if you're you're not on you're not on so to speak you're gonna you're gonna feel that be on the wrong side of the ledger i just think the group at the moment is just coming aware of that and coming to terms last year we probably won more games than we lost obviously so where we got to whereas this year we're just finding that we just need to be at our best all the time um
1: we've talked about game preparation with Tom. we asked uh Spucky. Oh, what about yourself? Is there a ritual you go through on game day?
4: Uh, oh, for coaching. Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just rock up. Yeah, just rock up Just Bring roll up. I, I said.
2: I said Clay Cameron gets there late. H is <laughs> gets there after Clay Cameron.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's also just done recently, and I haven't did a chance to thank Mike on the weekend because if Mike didn't post the times to be there, I would have been. I would have been an hour late. Guarantee you. I remember a rolling up run game with um uh, Samuel Lock uh, Longhorn and um the warm-up was happening and they were doing the thing and I went what's what, what? I, <laughs> went, I in, it was a live meeting and like yeah, yeah. I started talking like I was out in the, out there watching I had just rolled through the door. Like, I think I'd, as long
2: as H gets there we're okay.
4: <laughs> I'd completely missed it. Since uh in particularly this year, I'll probably made more of an effort to check check the board on the way out. <laughs> ask Mike what time we've got to be there. Uh and maybe just check in the morning, just I'm on the right page and then get the oh, time. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh,
2: but we, we, we alluded to Sheeds before as a coach. What's your recollections of Sheeds as a
4: player? Oh, just just a, a real talent. Uh, I remember Sheeds being a, a real ball magnet. Um... A little bit lightweight, but super quick, super skillful, um, very competitive. You know, um, didn't give up anything, so to speak. Which, which was the era. I mean, it's the era now. you, know, you don't give up anything, so to speak. But but she's really took it to that next level. Like he was, you know, super competitive and it's uh, and super talented. He could see the game, as well as even better. I guess that's what makes him a good coach because he could see the game really well as a player. And it's no no surprise that he's got a McGarry around his neck as well as some other accolades along the way. You
1: know. Been a, at the club for a few years now. Um, are you? I'm going to say yeah, you're happy at the club, but do you see your role changing? Do you see a head coaching job coming up down the future or are, you, or are you happy, I guess, at that next level down? Regardless of whether it's Sandville, AFL, mm-hmm. whatever, do you see yourself
4: moving into a senior coaching role? I think as as the seasons have gone on and uh, I've, cause I was away from football for quite a while, but as the seasons have gone on and I've got some... Uh, got myself back into the to the loop and and understanding the game and finding out where my passion is and it really is back with with football and being involved. That I'm I'm probably opening my eyes to that, looking a bit further down the track potentially, but it's a real small potential. You know, it's not something, it's not a, an ambition, and certainly not on the on the radar as such. But it's it's something that I'm really enjoyed doing, being involved uh, in particular at the level that I'm at at the moment. Uh, and if it goes further, it goes further. If it doesn't, I'm also quite happy with that, just to take it where it's going. Correct. And if you ask
2: the majority of the players who their favourite coach is, I think, h hey, you'd be a, a unanimous answer in that. But conversely, mate, who are some of your favourite players? A, and sort of going back over your last six or seven years, and we've spoken about Goof, we've spoken about Tomo, who are some of your favourite players that you've coached? And if, you don't, if my name doesn't pop up, I'll be pretty... <laughs>
4: <fair>. <laughs> uh, I've actually found the whole... One thing I've noticed about the Eagles, and I was only just talking recently... Um, to some people about comparison, ask comparison between the clubs, my club, where I came from and, and here. I've really noticed just how well this club looks after its its players and how well its players really get involved on, on its values and so forth. And There are just some some fantastic, and yourself is one of them, Tump. Like, he's just a really good leader, has come back from a system of an AFL system. We've seen AFL players struggle to get in, but yeah, Jimmy Tumpus has just had off just straight in. He's been involved, rolled up the sleeves and hasn't missed a beat about getting himself involved across the, the whole programs. And this club's really strong for that, whether, whether it's been um, other players coming out of the AFL system as well. You know, Jordan Foot's a good example of that. He just fitted straight in, you know, just slotted straight into the system and the system embraced him as well. So, yeah, the, the club's had some fantastic people come through it. Um, Scotty Lewis is another one that comes to mind that I just really enjoyed. I bumped them up two weeks ago and had a good chat with him. Like, it's just, you know, as soon as you see these blokes and, and some of the old ones, like some of, some of the rivalry with Sicalella and these sorts of players that I went through with to cross pathways with those and get messages from guys that are out working in Sydney and that, and just to, to drop a message of, of, uh, you know, watching the game and how we're going and that, um, the club's fantastic for that. It's got some, some fantastic um, players, you know, it's just one sort of the, yeah, you know, Brett Bigland's, sorry, Brett Bigland's just recently, you know, just getting to understand and meet him, you know, not just as a player, but now understanding him as a person and a bloke is just fantastic. Great. Look, really appreciate, appreciate, appreciate even you coming in, yeah, got there right. in the
1: end. Um, we've run out of time. We've got to go to a break. But uh, fantastic to have you part of uh, the Eagles Footy Club and uh, thanks for coming in today.
4: No, thank you. Appreciate thanks, it. You. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
1: All right, we'll be back after the break from the final quarter of Eagles Radio.
0: On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. enormous homes, build a better life, and My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Final quarter of the show,
1: Eagles Radio, Paul Bonds and Jimmy Tumpus with you. All thanks to Kirkbright Seafood, from the ocean to them to you. And now it's time to look at the injury report for Good Life Health Clubs. Start feeling good. Tump, uh, Mitch Mead, should, uh, should be back this week, we yeah, hope? Yeah,
2: no, no, he'll definitely play this week. He'll train tomorrow night. I saw him running... Um, doing his rehab yesterday afternoon. He was flying, so I would yep. suggest maybe we be back in and this week.
1: Goldie uh, out of uh, quarantine? Yeah,
2: I think he gets out officially tomorrow. So he'll train tomorrow, whether it's four or not. Um, we'll just try and nurse him through, and then I think the Sunday game probably helps him a little bit to get an extra session in. So, uh, yeah, we miss him on the weekend, that's for sure.
1: And there's a couple of guys only now two or three weeks away. That's Day McFarlane, Clay Cameron, uh Deacon Jackson and also Sammy Nichols they're all a couple of weeks away so hopefully uh primed for finals
2: yeah yeah fingers crossed I mean in particular Dane and Clay no disrespect to Sam or Deacon whatsoever but Clay's obviously a premiership player and Dane was is a key part of our midfield unit so hopefully we can get them back you know to try and sneak in a couple of games
1: if we make finals all right, that's the injury update. All thanks to Good Life Health Clubs. Good for tightening the belt and good for life. Start your five-day free trial today. Visit goodlife.com.au. Now, thanks to Big Screen Video, a brand-new partner of the Eagles Footy Club. They are bring us the update about what's happening around the club and they are bringing spaces to life. This Sunday, we take on North at Prospect at 2pm. Big game, Tom. Huge game. Huge game. Yeah, they're in... Ripping touch at the moment.
2: Um, I watched a bit of their game uh, going back against Crozer over the weekend, and they were solid. They had a chance to win that game, that's for sure. Crozer, a pretty impressive lineup. But, yeah, North uh, have played some pretty good football this year and probably shocked a lot of people. Serge has them absolutely humming, so they'll be um, a tough matchup.
1: They will, but make sure you get out to prospect and support the boys. Uh, that one's also going to be on NCNSA. Myself and Mark Ross will be calling that. So if you can't make it a prospect, you can tune in. Uh, next home game is Sunday the 7th of August against the Adelaide Crows. That's the community day. So also um, a great day for the club, but another big, important game. We need to win that one as well. Yeah, they don't get any bigger. <laughs> just need to win the last <laughs> four. Yeah, sure.
2: it's not that hard, is it? Oh, we put ourselves in a position that we need to do it now, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the pressure's on.
1: All right. Uh, don't forget the Eagles Cash Lottery. You can get your tickets online. There's a link via the website, and you also go into the running for the My Money House halftime kick for cash. So get your tickets in the Eagles Cash Lottery. You win ten grand first prize. That's all right. It's nice cash. That's you know a tenth of your wage. <laughs> um, big screen video bringing you bringing sporting clubs to life. Um, thanks to Big Screen for jumping in there. What are you laughing about? Nothing at all. only a tenth. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually got. How long have we got? We've got about uh, a minute or so. Oh no, I've, I've got a
2: question for you. Two minutes. You asked about my prep prior to a game. Yes. Uh, what's your prep? I do prior a lot of, of prep. Right Run I'm me through prior this. calling. I'm very so interested.
1: I will generally uh, look at each game, each player, what they got stats. I'll record every, every player. Every player that I'm calling. Yep. So I'm doing two games a weekend. So that's four teams. I'm writing down every stat that they got from the previous week, yep. so I can refer to that. Then I'll look at things that might stand out. So milestones, Yep. Jimmy Tilpas, 100 games, things like that. Then I will watch vision oh, wow. of uh, the teams I'm calling. Just a bit of a refresher if yeah. I haven't called them for a week. So this week, um, you know, I saw North North Adelaide a couple of weeks ago and you guys haven't called for a couple of weeks. So I'll just, I'll just run over... Some footage there, maybe a quarter. Yeah, right. Just okay. to make and sure. And you watch that whole, I can, whole quarter in its yep, entirety, so I can make sure I recognise the players yep. that <laughs> I need to recognise. Because that's the hardest part about calling forty <laughs> is you got to remember who's wearing what, and who wears blue boots, and yep. who's got a flowing mullet down yes. the back. There's, there's, players not, like, there's not many of those. There's, there's plenty of players that jump out at you, yep. but there's also guys that look a lot the same. Yeah, South of have a couple of blokes who look exactly the same. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. There's my prep.
2: That, that's it. There's no there's no, there's no meal before the game or
1: Um generally I don't I have a coffee.
2: Okay.
1: I have a coffee. I go yeah. down to my favorite little coffee shop and have a coffee uh, coffee down at Grange Makes and alert. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and uh, don't eat much before a game. Not enough. much water. So okay. that's a key to when you when you're broadcasting yeah. because um you don't have many opportunities to uh, empty that water. Yes, okay. Fair <laughs> right. I see where you're going. I see where you're okay. going. <laughs> Don't forget, get to Prospect this Sunday. Sunday, 2 o'clock, we take on the Roosters at Prospect Oval, and it's a big clash. They need your support. Make sure you're there. Tom, been great. Absolutely. We'll see you again next time on Eagles Radio.